This is Pursuing Wholeness. Should have came back a little sooner. Who knows? But we just hang out. Okay, I'm gonna stop because I'm not even doing anything. <laughs> I can freestyle though. Okay. <laughs> you know I can. I mean, I know you used to do some, you know, some stuff, you know, years and years ago. Alright, one day we're gonna come in here and have a freestyle. You can, you can. I never, I never said I could freestyle. But you did freestyle, right? No, not no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm no. I didn't. I don't think I've ever claimed to be a freestyler. I may have tried once or twice or whatever, but it's not not something that I practiced. Mm. So I'm not making such claims. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna throw some shade, but I ain't gonna do that. It's no, Ver- go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> it's Veronica and Sean. <laughs> was that? That don't, I said I was gonna throw shade. I didn't. Oh, I was telling you to go ahead and throw shade. I was going to say it's uh, Happy Veronica at Grumpy Sean or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> this grunts old man, Sean. <laughs> anyway, I do love my husband. <laughs> but it's always so interesting how different we are. It mm-hmm. is so different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because I was um, talking with my brother and... um you know, about podcasting and stuff like that. And he was kind of talking about, you know, the value of conversation and everything. And he actually had mentioned this podcast and he was kind of talking about how, how, you know, the funniness of kind of like the contrast in our personalities and stuff like that. And so I'm sure he'll get a kick out of, (laughs) you know, the whole grumpy, grumpy old, (laughs) grumpy, crusty, (laughs) <laughs> boring party pooper Sean. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. There's a place for everyone in the world. So. It sure is. It sure is. It sure is. But anyway, y'all, it's Veronica and Sean. We haven't been on the podcast for a little while now, and we are back. Um, you know, it's we actually <laughs> had taken a break and a very a very intentional break, and we were saying we're gonna come back with a bang and we're gonna do all this and that. And we just kind of came back, so mm-hmm. we glad to see hear y'all. Or I guess hopefully y'all glad to hear us. We're glad to be talking to y'all. <laughs> We're glad to be back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I, I agree. It has been a while. You know, I think. Well, I won't. I won't, I won't get into uh, the details and everything. But yeah, here 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 we are. We find ourselves here, and so um, I will um ask you guys just make sure you know i know it's been a while but please make sure that you <clears throat> subscribe you know share this podcast don't just listen to it yourself um and i think what we're going to talk about this evening um well whenever you're listening to this i think what we're going to talk about for this episode um is going to be very um interesting um so make sure you stay tuned we really hope that it's helpful to you um 
and that it stimulates thought. Because at the end of the day, you know, there's some serious stuff going on in this world. And we believe it's really important for us to like really be fully, fully ourselves, fully engaged, not just getting by, not just surviving, but like really being fully developed people, fully developed humans who are ready to contribute and um and just be fully ourselves. Um, so, yeah, uh, I will. I know we we were before talking about, you know, that whole check-in thing, you know, so, you know, how we just kind of check on each other on the podcast. Um, so. Okay. <laughs> I think that was your idea. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 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 so <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> I mean, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I um, have been so busy, you know, um, when I set out to be an entrepreneur, to be a law firm owner, I was like, yeah, I'll take a few cases and, and we'll we'll make some money and, and we'll be a law firm. And um, it is that in, in very simple terms, but there is a whole lot that goes into it. And since the firm is still very young, it's been around now for three years, which is crazy, but mm. For the first, like, two years, I was just kind of easing into it. You know, I was pregnant for the first part, and then we had a newborn and, you know, all the stuff that comes with having very young children. So I was just, you know, doing stuff here and there, but very quickly, this has become a a real thing. I got, I got a full caseload, got staff members, got mm-hmm. infrastructure, all kinds of things, and God has really been good. So I just, you know, been focused on building this business and some areas of my life that I will probably have um, neglected. I'm working now on getting back. Um, one thing that I realized is that in building the business, I've neglected a lot of um, just taking care of me and being my best self. And so I might be, you know, running a business and, things are going pretty well, you know, it's not 100% the way I would want it to be. I haven't been doing the things that make me feel fully like Veronica. Mm-hmm. And so I've been more intentional lately and, and I'm on the lookout for things that make me feel like Veronica and prioritizing those things so that I can be, you know, the best person for myself, but, you know, for my family. I can't show up for y'all if I'm not at my best. And so that's what I'm working on now. So I'm doing good, just kind of in a recovery phase, I think. <laughs> yeah. What about you? How how you doing? Yeah, I'm how good. You doing? Yeah, I'm I'm good. I um I mean obviously in a somewhat similar place, you know, being you know, full-time entrepreneur, the math tutoring business is growing. It is. A couple of tutors, shout out to y'all. You know who you are. Thank y'all for being, um, you know, excellent, you know, and really helping to, helping the young people, you know. Um, But yeah, entrepreneurship is not a joke. It's not a joke. Now it, it it calls on you to like perform many other jobs beside the one that you actually went into the business to do. 
Um, so it, it stretches you a bit. I mean, some of these skills, I guess I kind of kind of have them, but I just, you know, when you have to exercise several skills at once, it's kind of a challenge. And then you have to try to like actually create a business where you're not just merely working, but you're actually creating a business that does things outside of you. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that balancing that with, you know, kids and, and um, kids, you know, and, and kids, you know, um, and other things is, is, is not, not a small matter. And, um, you know, we kind of knew that going in, but you really kind of understand that more, you know, and, you know, because your, your kids really want to be, you know, kind of around and they want this and they want that, but then also you have a home to take care of, you know, and something serious. But we're we're moving in the direction, you know, very intentionally, um, and um, it just kind of takes a lot of you. I don't know. I just feel like I have to be very very intentional about growing and not getting stuck. You know, I've been kind of tired in recent days or whatever, um, and honestly, having a hard time getting up a lot of these mornings, even though I know I need to get up early because going to bed a little too late, but. Well, you know, playing Super Mario. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got our oldest child. I know. I mean, not every night, but um, we we got our oldest child a Nintendo Switch and got it a Super Mario game that is um kind of like reminiscent of you know to you know the games that we played in the past. Now, for those of you who are gamers already, we probably just sound just so old saying this stuff because we really haven't been on the video game scene in many years um yeah i'm sure a lot of people probably already kind of know mm-hmm. what it's like yeah but but anyway it, it is kind of fun playing it and you can do the two-player mode you know so we can play together you know get a little fan, couple time um <laughs> but sometimes it does get a little slightly addictive so we just got to turn it off so we can go to sleep now it ain't you like be mad you be like, we, we be like man yeah turn this off yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, go too deep into uh, Super Mario. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm 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 fine. We're just gonna go ahead and get on into this podcast so that we actually have a podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. So, um, you know what we wanted to talk about today is just just asking the question of ourselves, asking the question of you: Are you mature? And also, in addition to are you mature, but how are you allowing yourself to become mature? And, you know, one thing we have to keep in mind that maturity is not about age. It's about you being in a place where what we're thinking about when we think of maturity is you being at a place where you're kind of settled and you're firm in your beliefs. You're settled and firm in who you see yourself as, how you see the world not saying that you are inflexible because I think that there's a level of flexibility that's inherent in being mature because you know that things aren't going to always go the way that you either want them to or that you expected them to but there's you know just being able to handle what life throws at us in a way that is developed (laughs) or mature Um, and so we just been thinking about this in indirect ways, but really it all boils down to being at a place of maturity where you're not 
as easily faced by what other people think of you and what other people saying about you or what you think people thinking about you or saying about you. And being just so confident in who you are as a person that, that you're not wa- you're not wavering because of what other people are doing and thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, um, in a lot of ways, it's kind of been coming up a whole lot here in our home. Um, and I, one thought I had as we were kind of getting this podcast started, you know, I was thinking about this book that we're reading, um, with our men's ministry at the church by Jason Wilson. And was it called Break Free? I think. And, um, you know, he talks a whole lot about being a complete man and, you know, like how, you know, redefining masculinity is kind of like something that's not just about just being tough and all that and not really showing emotion, but being able to be, um, being able to be that strong man, but also being, being able to show emotion and, and, um, so that you don't, cause a lot of times people, men suppress themselves and perhaps it kind of like causes them to like react in wrong ways at times. But the reason why I say that here now is because I guess, you know, that that kind of stuff is part of being a more mature person, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a part of like being mature, you know, being able to kind of like react and respond differently in a way that's more. As a Christian, perhaps more godly, you know, and more controlled and and all of that. Um, but we kind of like I know that with me. You know, a lot of this stuff is like really kind of hit me hard because I realize that, you know, a lot of times I just do stuff a certain way because something happens. You know, it's, I just react. Mm-hmm. I react. I react. And um, but I realize more than I ever have the need to really truly be a mature. A mature person who's not just who doesn't just simply react to stuff because if you just react to stuff, like whatever you're going to do in life is kind of already defined. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? But you're going to have to un- unpack that a little bit. Like they say <laughs> to my unpack it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, um, pardon me. I got to wait for Sean to take his sip of tea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like, you know, like it, it kind of reminds me, you know, it's something that I talk to the people who I train, like with health and fitness stuff, um, what I talk to them about a bit. So like, say, for example, you are somebody who wants to lose 40 pounds and you really want to do it. You really, really want to do it. And um, and so you set out to do it. And then next thing you know, you kind of find yourself like, uh, I'll do, I'll do it later. I'll do it another time because something came up and, you know, whatever, whatever, and I'm not going to do it. And then, and then that happens again and again and again and again. And what it turns out is that, um, and it, it is kind of what I'm getting at even with myself. What, what, what is happening, for example, is that you encounter some sort of difficulty or something and you automatically with the feelings that come with that you you used to respond in a certain kind of way 
And so you revert back, you know, so your body essentially is like, no, we're going to need some of that, you know, we're going to need some of them cookies or something like that, you know, and then next thing you know, you're all the way back and it's like, okay, I do it another time, you know, perhaps whenever I don't have the cravings anymore or something like that. Um, But what it really is, is that you're used to responding to those feelings a certain way. And so that's like kind of how it is with me. It's like you feel that feeling so strong with whatever the situation is and you react based on that feeling um, in that moment. And then you regret it. But then it's like as long as it as long as you kind of caught up in that loop, you won't do anything different. And I know that's kind of like where I am in a few areas in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But like when you talk about this whole concept of being mature you know, what I think is that being mature is being able to one, recognize whatever that is. And then two, determine within yourself, this has to change. I will consciously change and then changing, you know, being able to change whatever you need to change in your life. And, um, and then move, you know, into that new area of maturity and continue to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it's like the thing is that we 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 do so much without even realizing that we're doing it. We're just operating on autopilot. And so we think that what's happening in our life is just the way things are. But it's really the choices that we're making is making us be in that place. It kind of makes me think about how with our oldest, <laughs> you'll you'll ask her, why are you doing such and such? And she said, I just am. And a lot of times that really irks you because you're like, I need a reason for it. But really, I think what she's saying, I just am, it really is the reason. There is no reason. It's just something I'm doing. And so I don't I don't think that there's a lot of thought into I'm doing this to do something. I'm it's like I'm just doing it. And I think a lot of <laughs> see your your disagreement things mm-hmm. in there, but um I think that a lot of times we don't realize that what we're doing, we're not really thinking about the reason behind it. We're just doing it. And so if someone says, why'd you do so-and-so? I just did. But there really is a reason you're doing it, but you just don't really actively put your mind onto it. And so I think that, um, you know, even thinking about the maturity aspect of it, a seven-year-old, if you ask them, why are you doing this really annoying thing? Or why are you doing this really, um, this thing that's that's not getting you to where you want to go? Like a lot of times it's, we say, go back and get dressed so you can go outside and feed the chickens. And we know that she wants to feed the chickens, but she'll go in her room and start reading a book. And then you go and you say, why are you reading a book? And she's like, I just am. And it's like, you're not realizing that by you reading that book, you're you're impeding the opportunity for you to do the thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. And we get frustrated with her doing that, but we do it too. Like, you know you want to lose weight. And it's like, well, why are you eating that extra slice of pizza? Well, I just am. And it's really not I just am. It, there's a reason behind it, but you don't want to really get into that thought process of, of the reason. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so if we actually allow ourselves to think, okay, 
So the actions I'm taking are contrary to the goal that I want to accomplish. So I really need to think about why am I doing these contrary actions to help me to get out of that automated response pattern that doesn't have a reason in our conscious mind. Mm -hmm. But if we dig a little deeper, we'll see that there actually is a reason. But it's become so automatic for us that we forgot that there was a reason we did it in the first place. Right, right. That's the main thing. That's why I was kind of like seeming like I was disagreeing, which you kind of said it. And I I think I already know what you'll say (laughs) to kind of what I'm going to try to say. Um, But yeah, I think the thing is just that, and obviously it's going to be a little more challenging for in theory. In theory, maybe not. Because we might be more stubborn as adults. But it it we're not used to thinking about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're not used to thinking about why we do the things that we do. You know, we just kind of like do them. And so that's why I say like, it's that's why I contend. And of course, maybe it does sound like a dad, you know, um, like I said, I give her, I give her grace, you know, being seven, you know, but that's why I say that it's not, it's not true. You know, that you just do, you, you don't just do something. Like I said, again, maybe there is grace, a little bit of grace <laughs> allowed. But the point that I'm making is, I mean, it is good for this podcast because it's like, you know, we do things and there are real reasons for it. It's like there is like a, there is cause and effect. Like something triggers that craving. You know, even if it's something as simple as, even if it's something as simple as seeing a commercial for something like that. Yeah, that's, that's why, <laughs> that's that, exactly, that's why I had to take that breath just then because I was like, I had a thought that I've had a lot over time. You know, impressions. You know, whenever you run in a business and you have a social, like a Facebook account, you know, they're constantly trying to get you to buy advertisements and stuff like that and talking about the importance of impressions which is essentially like just literally your graphic showing up in people's um on people's news feeds or wherever they can see it so anytime they see it or whatever it's an impression i guess an impression on their mind and so those are extremely valuable and we don't even really understand how many different impressions we're getting of different kind of things all mm-hmm. around. And we don't, we also don't understand how much those things are influencing the decisions we make and perhaps even shaping the kind of people that we are. Yeah. Cause those little decisions end up being like a, a way of being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, and so these things are constantly getting, getting into our minds. And we're just not used to like paying attention to that kind of stuff. So we're just kind of sitting around here and being subtly influenced all the time. And then we just kind of think, oh, you know, I want to get that such and such article of clothing or whatever. You know, you saw somebody, you saw a celebrity, a couple of celebrities wearing that thing. And so now you want it, mm-hmm. you know. and um, Or you saw an ad where somebody looked so fabulous with mm-hmm. it. Like, I I literally was at Panera Bread the other day, and I was in line, and I had gone in thinking, I'm going to go in and get this, and I can't remember what it was. 
And I looked up and I saw on the register this huge picture of this sandwich. It just looked so good. And so I was like, I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the lady in front of me, of course, I didn't say anything. The lady in front of me, I heard her order. She was like, I'm going to get so and so and so and so. And I'm going to get the so and so sandwich. It's like she turned to the one that was there. Mm. And I was like, man, see, that thing is getting us. And then when I went to go, you know, over to the spot where you pick up the food, I saw a man that was in front of her picking up his plate <laughs> of that darn sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even that good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it just shows that that picture, it really did, like, <laughs> it changed all of our actions. Mm-hmm. All of us went in there. I mean, I don't know what, what the guy was, but I know that the lady probably wasn't going to get that sandwich because she was like, I'm going to get so-and-so, mm-hmm. so-and-so, and, so, and I'm going to get that sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just kind of like it was just kind of like on her on her mind, just kind of mm-hmm. like there, 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 there. It's like you know, you know, you're not gonna let it pass this up. You see, you see how this sandwich look, mm-hmm. how this meat sitting up on this bread or whatever, the like cheese that. all glistening, and it just wasn't even that good. It should have been better than it was, but mm-hmm. I think they got tired of making it. But yeah. um, but yeah, it's like we we have those impressions constantly and it's it's shaping our thought process and it's even you know with with our daughter we said we were going to do something that we have not done yet mm-hmm. we said that we were going to take all of the things out of her room that distract her mm-hmm. we haven't done that but it's like it's just it's that impression because i know she wants to do the right thing but when she goes in her room with her mindset on what she needs to do and she sees all these books over here. Like, it's hard to, you just be like, I'm just going to read one page. And then it's, you know, you're curled up in your bed reading. And it's like, whoa, yeah. aren't we supposed to be getting ready to go do this? And it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, we can get upset with her, but we do it all the time. And it's like, she's seven. And so I want, you know, like when you were saying, you'll give her a little pass. We really, I mean, of course, we might differ, but I think we need to give her a big pass, but we need to pop our own selves because we're supposed to be mature. Like, she's seven, so she's supposed to do that stuff. When I was a child, I did childish things. But we sitting here 36, <laughs> and we doing the same stuff. We be we be like, I'm going to go in the kitchen and get dinner started, but I'm going to check Instagram first. Like if our parents <laughs> trying to get on me, in no, particular. I'm not getting on you. I be doing it too. I'm gonna check my group me real quick, see what the Blue Lounge crew is up to. Shout out to the Blue Lounge crew. But anyway, um, you know it's like you go on there and you you just like go in there and I'm gonna just do this real quick. It's the same stuff that we get on to our kids for doing, but there's nobody to come in and pop us or to to redirect us. We just like get to do it, and so. The whole maturity thing is like we expect kids to do this stuff. But as adults, we have to get to a place where we have more discipline to where we're not going to get distracted by that one that one checking of the phone. Next thing you know, 30 minutes later, you're like, ah, I'm going to get everything done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, not going back, not like to try to, you know, argue about whether or not, you know, we should be okay with this but I I do think that um we have to check ourselves when we see we're doing the same things our kids are doing 
it's like, where did the maturity happen? Did the maturing happen, I guess, or did it not happen? Yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I'll say this too, you know, you know, like in, in that particular, you know, situation, you know, will, I mean, I, I ultimately, I do agree with you, you know, you know. Usually, I gotta come back and make my argument. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to. You know, you know, not, not, not here. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no. But anyway, anyway, the thought that I have is just something that I've shared with you, um, recently, which is how I really feel like on this concept of maturity and really being able to understand why do I keep on making this decision. I believe that our society is kind of like a lot of these different kind of like people who advertise to us and make these products for us. It's like they're exploiting um, our, how do I say it? Um, they're they're, they're kind of taking advantage of us, you know, and it's like we don't really understand our autonomy, you know, kind of like I've talked about with the people who I um, coach with um, fitness and stuff like that we're kind of being tricked out of our ability to choose for ourselves, you know, and um, we still have the ability to consciously choose the things that we do. We do, but we just don't do it because we're very much used to going on autopilot and just kind of like floating through the world and just reacting to, to just to everything, to, to everything. And then we, and, and we, and, you know, we just kind of end up being these shells of of people, and we end up having we can be right of the people we can be, and we have all of these aspirations about, you know, um, I don't know, I want to go, I want to go back to school again and do such and such and such. I want to start a business and do so and so. I want <clears throat> to get my health right, get off of medications and stuff like that, and we want a whole lot of things um, that we never do. Um, and let me say this too. Like again, I believe that the solution or the solution for being mature definitely involves being able to kind of be like okay, like taking the time often, daily, maybe multiple times a day to kind of like be like okay, just like a well no, that's not that's not how I was I'm about to say something that's not quite well, yeah. So you know, in rush hour, when um, when um, rush hour two, when uh Carter, played by Chris Tucker, was saying whatever stuff, trying out his Chinese in front of that karaoke bar, mm-hmm. and then everybody was looking at him weird, and he just kind of leaned back to Lee, played by Jackie Chan. It's like, what did I just say? You know, and then Jackie Chan kind of explained to him that he did not say it all to, to whatever he had thought he said. But anyway, just kind of like having that moment like that, like, okay, what just happened here? Mm-hmm. What happened? You know, I did what I didn't want to do. I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, and not allowing ourselves to kind of keep on going from that moment until we kind of recognize it. Um, but I think that the, solu- uh, the solution kind of involves two main things. One, well, three things. One, being able to think about or recognize the moment where we'd made a decision that we didn't want to make that kept us from being mature Two, choosing something else to do in that moment. Um, 
you know, and then three, and I'm kind of skipping over some details, but three, also taking advantage of the opportunity that we have to indirectly influence our minds. The same way that we kind of float through life and we just flip on the radio um, or flip on, you know, whatever music and let them kind of put all these words in our heads to beats or, or we look at stuff all on the shelves in the grocery store, like really, really being intentional about the things that we surround ourselves with that we don't even really put any mind into. Because um, I think that we need to directly change our minds and indirectly change our, change our minds. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? You need all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're doing everything we can to renew our minds. And I think that's maturity that you know, you recognize that there's like a war against right. your mind. And so you're ready to do everything you can to win that war. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, kind of, I think it was with number two, what you were saying. First, you have to recognize the patterns that are getting you to the thing you don't want. But then you have to recognize, okay, well, what is it that I do want? Because I think a lot of times we don't even spend enough time thinking, what do I want? You just know I want to lose, I want to lose this weight. And so you focus on losing the weight. Whereas do you really just want to lose weight or do you want to look good in your clothes and you want to be able to run and walk without having pain and you want to be able to feel confident in your skin. I think we need to focus more on those things we want. And then once we know what we want, think about what it takes to be, to get that thing instead of like focus. Like once we already know the things that led us to the thing we don't want, we need to focus on what we do want and focus on the things that are required to get us to that place. Mm-hmm. And so if it's, um, you know, I want to be a person who arrives everywhere I arrive on time, then like really spending, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to tell you what go I'm ahead, trying to do. Ahead, you know, ahead, I'm trying to be a better person. Go ahead. So what Veronica mm-hmm. knows she needs to do is sit down and think mm-hmm. what are the things see go ahead i'll stop stop. (laughs) what are the things that i need to do to be on time for a thing and it kind of makes me think about what we are talking about for our oldest is to eliminate those things that are distractions even if they seem good like to it almost feels painful to take books out of a child's room right but if we know that those books are a distraction that's keeping her from being able to do the things she wants to do we take them out and we still put them somewhere where she can get to them, but it's just not in her room. Mm-hmm. This is keeping her from being able to get ready, get dressed, get on out of there and then come out your room and go sit on the, in the little cozy chair and read your books instead of being in, on your bed in the middle of making it, trying to make your bed and read a book at the same time and just, exactly. just making it complicated. Yeah. Stretching out the whole morning. So it's like we have to think about what is it that I need to do. Um, even thinking about um, where I was, I had had a conversation with one of my coaches the other day about just feeling burnout, burnout. I felt I was burnout. I want to say burned out, and I guess I could say I, I was burned out or I felt burned out. Anyway, a burnt out or burnt out. Yeah, it's, um, whichever one. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, that. Um, it's like you have to do things to counter 
that feeling of burnout and to be okay i don't want to be a person who is experiencing burnout i want to be a person who is energized and vibrant and excited about the work she does and excited about the opportunities that she has so what does that person need to do and every day thinking okay i made a list of all the things i need to do what's my list boom 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 okay anytime i start feeling myself getting back in that place let me look at my list oh yeah boom 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 and i think we all just need to think what is it that we desire and what are the steps required to help us to get to those those things we desire Mm -hmm. and do whatever we can to set ourselves up for success Mm -hmm. if you know you're trying to lose weight get those girl scout cookies out your house (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, just uh i mean y'all gonna get these girl scout cookies out my house and then eat them get them out your house and then after you do that you can start working on losing weight and I probably did everything that a person who's like in health and fitness would discourage you from doing. Or I, I said what mm-hmm. what someone would discourage you from saying. But anyway, mm-hmm. but for us, you know, it is. It's like a lot of times I'm always trying to go and get the bad stuff out the way so I can get to the good stuff. But it's like there's always a, a, a abundant supply of bad things. Anyway. Y'all forget what I just said for the past like minute or two about eating bad because I think I'm teaching bad <laughs> bad thoughts. I don't want to teach bad thoughts because that keeps us behind. So just pretend like I ain't say nothing about food stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Gosh, I had a I had a lot of stuff in my mind. Um, gosh. Sorry. No, it's fine. You know. I don't know. I guess the thing that we we just had to be we really had to be intentional because you know, and we said this earlier a while before we came down here. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, it's a it's a lot of people in the world who actually have learned to kind of like master their mental states or whatever, so they mm-hmm. can kind of move very intentionally in a certain direction. While, meanwhile, a lot of us are kind of sitting around and just kind of flailing. Oh, before I even go down that path, as a believer, as a as a Christian, and I recognize maybe everybody who listens to this podcast may not be, um, but it's important that I say this. As a believer, I've come to believe here within the past short while, the past few weeks, that this whole concept of mind renewal is a huge part of what this has been about the whole time. You know, like we have this this book called the bible you know a compilation of these various stories of people who have you know known and and walked with and interacted with god and and um and learned about his ways learned about the things that he wants for his people and whatnot but like for so long i saw it as more so like just you know you know about the stuff in the book kind of like you know i mean I, the way i grew up i mean i i did i got the solid foundation but it kind of was like a trivia book mm-hmm. it's knowing the knowing the facts right abraham isaac and jacob moses and the, and the ten commandments and you know samson and you know of course jesus and the 12 you know but like when you look at these things you know you see like this the discussions about meditation 
on the word of God and, mm-hmm. and, and, and whatsoever things are lovely and pure and all that kind of stuff. Think on these things and the God of peace will be with you. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, um, what's that Psalm? I think it's Psalm 119 that constantly talks about just like dwelling and, 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 you know, paying attention to the book of the law and, you know, writing it on, on your forehead or, or on your whatever, but the like there's, post. yeah, on your doorpost and whatever you need to do to kind of keep it in your mind, you know, abide in me, my words abide in you, you get, you have whatever you ask for. Like, it's so much in there that's kind of talking about the importance of getting this stuff inside of you, not just merely reading and regurgitating knowledge, but digesting it and making it a part of who you are, becoming mature in in the faith, you know, and I think that I've missed that a lot. It's not that I haven't really learned and digested some things, but it's just that I, I didn't really understand the degree to which you're supposed to like really, really internalize and meditate on that stuff. And I think that Mm -hmm. thinking about a lot of us in our faith, you know, like in the lack of, for lack of better words, results that we tend to get as believers, I think that's part of the reason because we don't really take that seriously enough that we are supposed to like allow that stuff to become a part of us and to shape who we are um, by renewing our minds with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we don't realize how much, quote, self-help is in the Bible. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. we think self-help is a, a bad <laughs> thing. But like the Bible talks a lot about self-help. It talks a lot about mindset and the way that you approach the world, how you live. But we think of it as like this is how you what you do. This is what you don't do. More so in the sense of like um, not making God upset. Or, you know, how you make God happy. These are the things you do. But a lot of that stuff is there to help us to grow and develop as people so we can have the abundant life Jesus talked about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah, we'll have to talk more about this later. But it's been a pleasure getting back in touch with y'all. And we hope to have you listen in on the next episode. That's right. See you then or or whatever you say. Doing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on 